Hey, man, it's January now, so you know what we got going on? Yeah, a new year and a new taco of the month from Ricochet Tacos. Yeah, and it's called Skeeter Was an Innovator. Do you know who Skeeter is? He's from Doug, right? Yeah, Mosquito Valentine, Doug Funny's best friend. You hear the song? I do hear the song. I remember listening to that with the boys. Another reason I'm psyched is for the taco itself. It's Galbi red curry steak, avocado, Napa cabbage pico, caramelized peppers and onions, queso americana, moon palace special sauce, rye crumbles, all wrapped up in a scallion crepe. Yum. Scallion crepe? Yeah, crazy, right? What is Galbi? It's like a Korean barbecue flavor type of situation. Oh, that's up your alley. Absolutely. And the rye crumbles. And rye crumbles. I'm very, very excited for this taco. I bet you are. The Skeeter was an innovator, is available all month long at both Ricochet locations. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219. The Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hey everybody, this is Tasty 219 Season 5, Episode 7. My name is Larry. And I'm Greg, and this is the Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. That's the one. Thank you for tuning in. We have a special episode for you today. So this is like take number 15. Uh, I apologize. This is an episode where I have zero notes, so it's going to be totally off the cuff. Hopefully, Larry will pick up uh, my slack today. Well, we do have most of the episode done already because we were on location doing something. We're kind of just doing an intro right yeah, now, so that's yeah. kind of not a big deal. Well, and that being said, too, uh, I am not used to interviewing people with our little handy-dandy microphone that plugged into our phone. Yeah. So uh, it sounds pretty good in spots, but my old mind couldn't remember to move the microphone back and forth between speakers. So every once in a while, it'll sound funny. But I think all in all, it's going to be a fun episode. Yeah, we went to uh, we went to Blue Moon Vintage Market, which is at um one 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 nine three West Division Road in Westville, which is around nothing. It's on this <laughs> farmer's property, like way the hell by. Nothing. It's crazy. No, it's at the dead end of a road. A uh, dirt-ass road. 80-plus acre farm, mm-hmm. a really cute piece of property, and the pole barn is beautifully just built. Yeah. And they've relocated their business from southwest Michigan to Westville, and uh, they procure all kinds of vintage furniture, uh, antique looking things. They reclaim furniture. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to shout out about the uh, propane tanks? That well, was interesting as we pulled in. They have a them. whole segment uh, with the two of them in there, so we won't spoil any oh. of that. They we do have a whole interview with. You're exactly her right. Mother coming up. Yeah, my bad about that. That's okay. It's uh, really cool though. Yeah. So this. Um, artisan workshop 
pole barn type area also houses workshops and special uh, dinners as yeah. well. The, uh, the gourmet goddess does a lot of dinners there. Um, I think, how did we got connected with her through Instagram? I think probably just from like local 209 and stuff. And she's always liking and commenting on stuff. So that's very, very cool. I'm super interested in going to one of those events. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure the next one they have will probably be there. So we're going to be bringing you uh, different segments from the pierogi making workshop Mm -hmm. that was uh, given by Olga from Olga's uh, catering and food truck. Yep. And we met them through uh, Gina and Jordan's wedding. Yes. They, They catered. They catered part of her wedding. Um, with their food truck. So without further ado, we'll get into that. Also, we're doing something fun today as well. So there is further ado. What? There is further ado because you're carrying on. <laughs> I'm just making a joke. It's fine. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say something else that we were going to do. Uh, today, we knew we were pre-planned that we were going to be here at the Fluid Downtown location. I don't know if I've already said that. Um I don't recall because we've done 20 takes. I know, I know you have talked about that. I just don't hope it's on this take. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we decided to post on our Facebook page that we were going to be podcasting today. And if you shouted us out, we were going to shout you out. So um, inst- amongst this episode, we'll be uh, doing some shout outs to people who have liked us on Facebook. Cool. So, um, yeah, I guess now we'll just get into the on location stuff and we'll go from there oh, yeah and i'll be saying uh different stations there were five different stations to our pierogi making workshop and we tried to incorporate as many people in the workshop as we could there are about 28 people i think they said that signed up for it and yeah we met a lot of fun people and hopefully you'll enjoy the experience as much as we did cool all right we're back we uh we finished the whole thing we are back, and we are with the owners of Blue Moon Vintage Market, Jen, and her mom, Vicki Kerr. Now, Vicki, do you live on site, too? We do. We you live do? at the house up at the top of the hill. Okay. So we okay. own the whole property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Jen, you were telling me that you relocated here from southwest Michigan. Our store. Your store. Yeah, we had the store, so we've lived here. I sold my house in Valparaiso when we started our store in Three Oaks, Michigan in okay. 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, with the idea it was a temporary <laughs> bedding, and um, seven, eight years later, I'm still here, and oh, now the store is here, too. So, All right, so you've been always a uh, 219 native. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I grew up in Griffith. Yeah. And they grew up in Hessville. So. Okay. A lot okay. of my family grew up in Griffith. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, maybe, where did you go to school when you were Griffith. in Griffith? Griffith High School. <laughs> they went to, I think they went to St. Mary's when they were kids. Okay. Oh, okay. So. They went yep. to Franklin Elementary. And then Griffith, junior, huh. senior high. Huh. Cool, small world. Yeah. <laughs> so what possessed you to open this wonderful, unique place? Like I told you when I came in, I'm like, you are never going to get any drive-by <laughs> sales. <laughs> you no. have to know you guys are here, but I'm so glad I know. I mean, like, I want everything in my house. It's so, <laughs> Thank you. so Thank wonderful. You. <laughs> Whoever picks out the items to have in your store has really good taste. Yeah. Thank you. Auctions and travel. And <laughs> so being in Southwest Michigan for seven years in the touristy area, we had a lot of traffic and a lot of exposure. So I think we kind of 
generated our clientele mm -hmm. base or customer base that way. And then when COVID hit, it wasn't safe to do the events that we were doing. We were open once a month while we were up there. And hundreds of people would come through in three days and shop and entertain their friends and family, somewhere to go. And then when COVID came up, it was a lot of uncertainty where we didn't know, can we keep doing this? We can't do it for right now. It's not safe. We still had rent. And then our building became a health hazard all at the same time, mm. which is a whole other story. But it was literally, literally hazmatic. Mm. Um, so we decided, okay, we can't do this. So we looked at a lot of different locations, didn't want to... Monday through Friday storefront in Southwest Michigan with 30 animals here that we take care of and we travel for our merchandise. Um, almost bought a church in Westville. Oh. <laughs> about it. And the aesthetics didn't work for us. So finally my dad said, we've got 80 acres and I'm a builder, so why don't I put something up here? So he awesome? did. He designed it and put it up. Mm. And then after it was put up, he's like, I don't really want anybody here, though. So, <laughs> so we've been working through the, <laughs> the ins and outs. He's fine now. It's been a couple yeah. years. So <laughs> he's worked through it. Yeah. I think awesome. people knew just to kind of look to see where we were. I think if we had just started here, you know, being so secluded on our farm, I don't know that people would have found us right away. It would have taken a lot longer to establish. Yeah. Sure. If we hadn't had our seven years in Three Oaks, we wouldn't have had that. Yeah customer base follow us sure so. true if you have something that's established already people will still stick around yeah. I get mm -hmm. it. cool that's awesome it worked out really well now we heard quite a few people today that lived in had both homes in chicago suburbs and southwest michigan so mm -hmm. it's kind of a unique fit for you when they're traveling from place to place yeah that they can enjoy this, this right in is, the middle yeah um yeah, true. smart i I remember a funny story you were telling me earlier about how you made purchases for the store last night. Could you, you share with our, I think our a lot of our listeners uh -oh. would be interested in that. <laughs> it was so a late night. It was a late night. So we were open, our stores open every Saturday and then, you know, by appointment. Um, and then today, of course, with the pierogi fest, we pierogi class we opened up. But last night when we closed the store, we ran out, got some dinner, had a beer, came home had a bourbon, and remember there was an auction online that we wanted to bid on some items for the store. So we were up bidding kind of late last night and then went to bed. So this morning it was kind of like Christmas. We were like, what did we buy? What did oh. we get? What did we win? So, <laughs> so after we cleaned all the barns this morning, I came down here to help get ready for the workshop, and my parents went to Rolling Prairie and picked up our items oh, in the van. So it's not too terribly far. Yeah, oh. not pretty close. We travel a lot further, but... This one was in the area, so yeah. it was easy. Oh, how That's fun. Cool. Yeah. That's and really what, cool. what uh, do you have a specific thing that you're looking for when you make a purchase? or um, Primarily just unique home decor is the best way to put it. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. kind of our specialty is to find something really, really unique. Um, or things that we can make things out of. Mm -hmm. or sure. Repurpose. Things. Yeah, repurpose like items. repurpose a lot. Like those, uh, um, those propane tanks. Yeah. Did you see this? Well, no, but I remember you saying, what are they doing with all those propane tanks when we came right in? Now I know what to do. Okay, I would like to hear about that. <laughs> he makes jack-o'-lanterns oh. out of propane tanks. Like, laser cuts them, and it's the cool. I looked at hundreds of pictures of them, and it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh. It's amazing. Well, maybe you can share a picture picture on our site. Tonight, oh, sure. tonight of them. Yeah. Super, yeah. super cool, yeah, though. Really neat. My dad is Roger, so he goes by, we call him Raj. So he has his own hashtag that he's 
now aware of called Raj Projects. So it's so. literally a family project mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Well, that's he awesome. He kind of has his own fan base that comes in yeah. to seek out his... Where's Raj? <laughs> yeah. Raj here. Or it's called Save Raj. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to like put him in an early grave that we work him too hard. <laughs> they don't realize it's him doing all of this and that we have to keep up with him. We have to keep up with him. <laughs> and now how did you come up with the idea to offer these workshops and you also have fancy dinners that you were telling us about? Yeah, mm. that just kind of came to us. So we opened the space up here. It'll be two years in April that we've been open at this location. And we put a kitchen in, mainly so we had somewhere that we can make food while we ate, you know, while yeah, we were here working lunch. and lunch <laughs> and have our family over for the holidays and that kind of thing. Um, and the dinner parties started through that. They were the ones that contacted us first, uh, the goddess and the gatherer. And they saw that we put a kitchen in and they wow. said, we need to have a meeting. And they knew they were doing pop-up gourmet dinners over in Lake County, more like Griffith area. And they came in and said, we want to do all of our dinners for 2022 here in your space. Wow. And we thought, okay, we'll, we'll give that a shot. So it's been amazing, the people that they draw in, and they come from all over, and they stay in the local B&Bs and the hotels and shop the area that, during the weekend. And we'll go to Southwest Michigan for the weekend yeah. afterwards, which is always cool. a treat. Yeah. And then Olga found us on Instagram. And, of course, we're all in the same town. We're all in Westville. So she messaged me right away going, oh, my God, I read all your blogs. I know your whole life story, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> we need to be creative together. And yeah, so here she is, and she's doing these pierogi workshops that are just so much fun, as I hope yeah. you can attest to since was, you were here uh, today. It was absolutely. It's, it's kind of evolving. Now we rent the space out for events, birthday parties, baby showers, wedding showers. I don't know, just yeah. kind of going with it and seeing what I happens. I was really impressed with um, these long tables that are throughout your store, and then you told me that's how you do the dinners now. You know, it's like a display area regularly, but for those special events, you just clear it off, and that's people sit throughout your store for that. I think that's yeah. a really neat thing. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. It allows, I think, our guests, when they come to the dinner parties and the events, they can actually see the table. Yeah. being utilized versus it's full of merchandise that you can buy from. I think sometimes sure. they miss the table when they're shopping. You yeah, it makes sense. Fair. You know what this reminds me of, Larry? Remember when we went to that event at Howe Farms outside? Yes. And yes. The, dad, yeah. the dad made those, he made the tables, especially for that event. Uh, and it was a obligatory shout-out to okay. that we yeah. always have to Farm to, to table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was really neat. And then you brought up... Um, Forgive me if I misspeak. Is it called streamlines that are outside? The airstreams. 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 Yep. Close. You had the stream yeah, in there. <laughs> and what is your plan for that? So we have a lot of people that come from all over the place, all over the air, different states that they come in and they shop and they want to know where they could stay at. When we were in southwest Michigan, we had several accommodations that we could recommend. Um, people come here and they just want to be on the farm with the animals and the quiet. Um, so we thought... We'll try some airstreams and see, and they're not stationary, so if it doesn't work, we can sell them. But the goal is we is to renovate them and make them like a staycation where you can rent them and come stay at the farm. That's super cool. <laughs> I really like that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I think that's cool too. And how many do you currently have? We have two. Two. One is gutted and painted on the inside, so that one will be coming in um, in the next two weeks. It's the smaller one of the two. Cool. So then they should be able to accommodate, we think, two to four people yeah. in each one. So we'll have them stationary here where people can rent them and come stay. And then you will have that on your website when those are available mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they can rent them through. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. We'll put it on our social media too. So just yeah. kind of 
yeah. putting the word out there that that's what we're actually doing. Nice. And we'll be like broadcasting the renovation too. Yeah, so yeah we'll share that's that. That's always fun process. to share that process. Yeah. That's, that's very like cool. That. I'm excited mm -hmm. to see that. That's neat. <laughs> <laughs> and that segues away me into your other love is the animal rescue part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. Oh. You told us during the workshop today bits and pieces of it. So I think that's interesting as well. Yeah. That's yeah. always just been a passion of, I think, all of us in the family. Horses in particular for me. I was just, you know, one of those crazy little horse girls that just always <laughs> wanted to just talk, talk about horses. That's all I want to talk about. <laughs> so I w at a later stage in life, I was, you know, in a position to start acquiring them. And I did a really good job of acquiring Acquired. <laughs> Her goal was she was kind of sno snooty about it, I guess is what you'd say. Where she wanted, snooty. like, a really fancy, mm -hmm. pretty horse. Wanted to show, you know, because oh, I sure. had showed dogs for 20 years. So I just wanted something to show and then my life just changed and my relationship with the horses changed and I just want to be in their presence so I don't ride anymore don't have a desire to don't criticize people who do uh, but cool. I just want to take care of them Aww. and I enjoy it enormously every morning is it's my joy she did not get that joy button I help <laughs> she helps she participates <laughs> she's wonderful but it brings me joy so you know I, I love hot yoga. <laughs> no, my joy is hot yoga in the morning, oh. and this, this is her version of hot yoga. Uh, I've done hot yoga once in my life, and uh. it was miserable. <laughs> it's an acquired love. I don't think it's uh, something I can acquire. <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hot. Which I mean, it's in the name, but it's it's tough. So much respect to you for Thank being you. able to endure that because it is. Hard. And how many horses do you currently have? I have nine horses right oh now. Oh, my. So, and a border. And so a border. Technically, we have so. ten here. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really fun when people go, are all of these horses yours? I'm like, no, that one over there is not. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes it sound more sensible for some reason. Uh, so. And what other animals do you have? On we have the two potbelly pigs that showed up here in the middle of winter. Um, we have geese that we refer to as the a-holes. I not, get that. They're not friendly. They're no, they're they hiss, they bite, they're that's ungrateful. How, that's how geese go. <laughs> they're horrid. They're horrible. Yeah. 15 years of them biting us. <laughs> we have seven female goats, um, the Nigerian pygmy goats. And then we have three dogs. Two dogs. Rescued. Um, yeah, cats. Yeah. Trying to think mm -hmm. what else. Hopefully that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We have some outdoor cats that are in a heated air conditioned garage. Yeah. Oh so fancy. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Fancy. Do not kill a mouse. Yeah. So kind of a fun story would be the Premarin horses. So the big black and white spotted draft horses we have out there came out of the Premarin industry in Canada. Mm. So Premarin is the hormone drug, the replacement therapy drug for women. Mm. It actually stands for pregnant Mary urine. Mm. So it's kind of I call it like a comparable to a dairy farm where they keep the females impregnated, only they extract their urine and market mm -hmm. it to us as hormone therapy. Oh, wow. And then they discard the males when they're born. They don't need them, and the females get put into the program. And her friend rescued 89 Nine of them out of a mill in Canada that was being closed. And when she got them to a temporary location to house them until she could get them to the States, she realized over half were pregnant. Oh. 57. So we have four of the babies <laughs> oh, wow. from that rescue. So. They're now wow. 15, and they're ginormous. They're no longer babies, but <laughs> <laughs> they're baby baby draft horses. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, so we have the four drafts, and we have a Clydesdale named Deborah. She oh, was acquired awesome. through a friend. Yeah. So you've got a lot of different things going on here. It's a mixed match, yeah. 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 <laughs> now, does your, are you married? Nope. No. No. Nope. Um, 
take it on yourself, huh? And your yeah. parents? Yeah. Three of huh. us and all of our animals. Wow. That's a big That's cool. undertaking. Yeah. <gasps> There's cupcakes yeah. here. <laughs> she tell, does us, tell us about what your hope is for 2023. Oh, that's yeah. a good question. We actually just talked a little bit about this the other night, just kind of visualizing. How do we, we see didn't this? plan any of this. We were just kind of like, <laughs> we're going to open the store on our farm, and hopefully people show up and like to buy our stuff, and hopefully they find us, and all of a sudden it's yeah. Well, this all started with us just picking up furniture on the side of the road and painting oh, cool. it. Oh, cool. Wow. So as therapy. So yeah. sure. it was going through a, a tough time. So we just started to do that, and everything just started rolling forward for us, and we just kind of kept following the yeah, ball. It just kept getting bigger. It kept we're getting like, bigger. Oh, we didn't expect that. Okay, we'll go with it. Uh, <laughs> oh, look what we're doing now. Okay, we'll go with that too. Yeah. yeah. So now, like, multi-purpose in the space wasn't an intention. So it's kind of been mm-hmm. like a happy surprise where people want to come here and do pierogi <laughs> classes and gourmet dinner parties that are mm-hmm. five-course meals and all these different things that mm-hmm. or stay at the farm. So we were talking the other night that we would love to have like a committed every Saturday in the summer where we could have a food truck here and have kind of like a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, Miss Olga over there with your food truck. We're just doing this shoulders thing. That's our happy dance. So, um, we talked about putting a big gazebo out on the property. The oh, parallels nice. That'd our be canopy cool. on the front of the building so we could do outdoor events. We'd like to have maybe like a talked about like Thursday evening concert nights, oh. maybe on a smaller scale, 30 people can attend and have some live music and maybe like a little food truck and a drink truck or something. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know, just coming up with some different ideas and we'll do fundraising events for the farm with our nonprofit that we're now the, the 501c3 with Elsa's Acres as our farm. So we'll do some events with that too. Very cool. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Well, that's <laughs> see, a pretty, see what happens. pretty ambitious and... Uh, wonderful task that you've taken on. We appreciate uh, being here today. Uh, appreciate your hospitality. Thank you. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thank, Thank you for yeah. being here, well, of being course. part of it. So please, uh, this is your time. If you want, if there's anything we haven't covered that you want to hmm. project to our listeners, please do. Yeah, I mean, I guess on the storefront, we can share that we're open every Saturday from 10 to 4 Central Time, but we're also available for other days and times. So if we know somebody wants to come, they can text us, and we'll make sure we're here. Cool. And we open up. So we're, we're yeah. committed to Saturdays, so then we can rent the space on Sundays. And sure, yeah. sure. Then we do workshops on Sundays. We open up that way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Elsa's and now you have more than just Olga that does workshops out of here, too? We're, yeah, we're just kind of getting started mm. with that. So um, Katie Sanito, who goes by the Gourmet Goddess that does our gourmet dinner parties yeah, here, yeah. she's been doing the charcuterie workshops here. And then Olga comes in. February 12th is her next dinner or next workshop here. It's the tiramisu making class that she'll have. Um, she wants to do pierogies again in March. And then we've been talking about um, with local artisans about doing some different types of classes mm-hmm. aside from cooking classes. Yeah. Jewelry making. Jewelry making. And, and mm-hmm. We used to host the chalk Very painting cool. classes mm-hmm. when we were in Michigan. We had the Annie Sloan line. And we just kind of got so wrapped up with everything else that we haven't had time to actually host the workshops. Yeah. So now we just get to sit back and drink the wine and eat the food when they do the cooking <laughs> classes here. And That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. Same with the dinner parties. We kind of sit back in the corner and hope that they feed us as they're, they're walking through to feed everybody. <laughs> sure. <laughs> get their wine and their food. <laughs> One of our main loves is showcasing the local 219 uh, tasty scene. But we also love the camaraderie between, that you've seen between you and Olga today. She's helping you. You're helping her. Absolutely. And it's just a wonderful thing to see. It's fun for an environment. I mean, the location, too. I mean, people, a lot of our customers even, they come in and go, Westville, Indiana. 
why would you choose Westville? It's like, well, we live here. <laughs> yeah. and it's bringing people that never knew, you know, Otis is the community. No one knew Otis was here. And then once they're here, they're, why, why wouldn't you choose Westville? Yeah. yeah. So they just have to experience it, I yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. Well, it makes sense that you live on the property. But, yeah, this is, mm-hmm. this is something that you would see in any kind of resort town, oh, you know, uh, antiquing. I had that destination. same thought when you sent me this initially, and I saw, I'm like, it's in Westville? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See? Where? Where am I going? And, and then why? We're, like, we're driving here, and I'm like, still? Yeah. Where? Yeah. <laughs> and then we pull up, and I'm like, oh, oh. Cool. There it is. And the I fo- like that. And the phone service bar goes down, 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 down. You go inside a metal building and there's no phone service. You come down our road and it's you know, kind of confusing, I think, to people that have not been here before where they're going down this gravel road and my dad's like, you know, there's not a dumpster at the end of the road. You're going to be okay. People will see you again. ridiculously well. You're very easy to find. Well. Oh, good. And Google Maps is telling us to like, oh, turn this way. Yeah. Like, no, this sign says go that way. Follow yeah. that. There was yeah. a few today that said, well, I saw the sign said go straight, but Garmin said turn, so we turned. Yeah. I'm like, well, you met the neighbors. And you came back around and followed the sign. <laughs> It's an adventure, we like to say. It is. That's fun. I like that. Well, we thank you very much for joining us, and it's a pleasure to view your establishment. Thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. And I know Larry's taken some wonderful pictures that we'll be sharing later. Oh, fantastic. It's a very uh, photographical, photographable, what's the word? Visually stimulating, I would say. (laughs) That's the word, too, but like, for sure. But it's just... uh, Photogenic. Photogenic. That's the one. That was exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> Very just photogenic aesthetic thank and interior you. in here. It looks great. Oh, thank beautiful. you so much. Thank you. It was so nice to meet you both. You yeah. as well. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm yeah, sure we'll you. see you again. I hope so. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, Jen and Vicky, for sitting down with us and uh, giving us more insight into the Blue Moon Vintage Market. Uh, next up, we're going to have Olga. Olga is wild. <laughs> she, I said, you know, you need to take this act on the road as a comedy act. It was so enjoyable and so much fun. Um, she made a lot of raunchy, sexually fueled jokes throughout this whole thing, and it was sick. Yeah, it, it would. Uh, she would be a fun guest to go and review another location. I'd love to go somewhere with her. Yeah. Um, even if we didn't do the show, we're just like, hey, do you want to go out to dinner, like drink martinis and just turn up and be weird? Because it would be fun and I would be into it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's our clip with Olga from Olga's Food Truck and Catering. All right, we're back. What's up? So we are with the main feature of our podcast, Olga's Food Truck She's and Catering. She's doing the shoulders thing again. <laughs> I'm just I feeling told, good. I told Larry after being to this event, you could take your act uh, in quotations on the road as a comedy act thank you Uh, we laughed so hard we enjoyed ourselves so much good it really it's the first time we've done anything like this so we had to you know change what we thought we were going to do and set up in a different area and you know try to get out of the way and participate and interview we met so many wonderful people everyone here today was wonderful yes yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. The people yeah. are what makes it fun. Like yeah. when you have a good crowd, good energy, positive energy, just keep giving them wine, you know. <laughs> that that always <laughs> helps immensely, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk a little bit how we met. We met at our friend Gina and Jordan's wedding. Mm-hmm. Gina. 
Huh? Damn, Damn Gina. Gina. Yeah. <laughs> and she chose you as one of her four food trucks to yes. uh, cater her wedding. Yes. So have you ever gone that far before? <laughs> I have gone very far. Oh. Um, I did a music festival in Monterey. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Chester Brown. Well. Yeah. Chester Brown, Steel in the Farm. And it was really fun. It was my first time going out that way. So definitely the road, you know, is all the same. Um, at one point, I got a little nervous. I was like, whoa. Where am I going? And then I'm also the type of person where I read something like Five Buds Farm. I'm not th- like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to Five Buds Farm. And then you're, and then I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not yeah. the only one. Let yeah. me tell you this little story real quick. It's a sidebar. It has nothing to do with this podcast, but along the same lines. So Gina had originally planned her wedding somewhere else. And like four weeks later, she calls me and says, can you meet me at this place? Uh, I want to change the venue. So drove out there real quick, and we looked at the place, and she picked it. And not no, you know, I heard the name of it, yeah. and never noticed the right, <laughs> right, because you that never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so and then we went back out there, uh, like uh, to measure and get everything set mm-hmm. up. Still didn't dawn on me. So that night, you know, I was an usher in her wedding, and I saw that sign, and it dawned on me, and I'm like. Oh, my God, I get the name now. <laughs> I, I definitely was the same. I just didn't get it. And then I was leaving. I think it was like I finally like was like, oh, five buds. And it was a beautiful venue. It was. They did a very good job. I mean, obviously, I didn't get like plastered and stay. And, you know, I didn't get to get that full on bar experience. I did. Like, li- like Larry did. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw Larry having the time of his life, and I was like, that is the wedding guest you want at your wedding. Because it doesn't matter if Larry's having a bad time. Larry's only going to remember that he had a really great time, and that's going to be the wedding of the year. He's going to be like, yo, Gina, that wedding, bomb ass. So, uh, yeah, if you want to invite me to your wedding, even if I don't know you, I'll be there. Yeah. And I will make it the event of the century, I promise. And he will bartend for you. <laughs> I had a bunch of people complain. Like, I guess for rum, this is a glass of rum. And I'm like, yeah, I left out the shitty part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were educated. You were educating them. They didn't know they were getting educated. Yes. That's all. That's all. So now, I learned a little bit today. I did not realize that you, you started in Valpo. We started in Westville. Oh, in Westville. Yeah, in Westville. But we opened our second location in Valpo. See, I did not ever know that. Yeah. We were there for a short time um, that I can fill you in on more drama if you guys (laughs) like drama. But not on on air. Okay. Airless drama later. Yeah. Excellent. Now, did you have an employee, Carla, at one time? We had a Carly. Carly? Oh, okay. All right. So that... She must have worked somewhere else. I thought that was there, but you no. know, but that's the thing. Like I worked Westville full time, so if there was someone passing through in Valpo, okay. Okay. I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was there so little, I avoided sure. it at sure. all costs. Like yeah. it was so. Black tell us your plague. origin in Westville, then. <laughs> so origin in Westville. Okay, so we came to the United States in '95. I'm gonna just synopsis, not go into deep detail. There was a civil war in former Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. So we had to flee the country, and we went to Valparaiso. We actually have a cousin there, um, my cousin. And it was when we fled to Austria, we actually came over, like, on a lottery system, not on a refugee system. But it helped that we had a cousin in Valparaiso. 
So moving forward, they were like, okay, you have family here, you know, we're going to send you there and you don't speak the language. You're like, okay, whatever. So we came here, we lived in Mayfield Apartments in Valparaiso. Sure. So that is literally all that Target, Safari, Tan, Tomato, none of that existed. (laughs) I remember it being just like a Menards. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it got really developed. But my parents wanted to pay low property taxes. No, I'm just kidding. But my dad was an electrician. So he got a job at the Westville Correctional Facility. And my mom became a school bus driver for Valparaiso Community Schools. They bought their house here in Westville. And they. my mom finished her culinary school. So she nagged my dad for 10 years that she wanted to open a restaurant in Westville. She's like... Westville doesn't have anything. They need good food. I am classy. You know, so she was like tooting her own horn. So my poor father listened to her. (laughs) And uh, it took about a year and a half, a year and a half every day, him working at the prison, coming home, going to the restaurant and remodeling. Our building was a Ford's dealership in 1963. Um, I think it ended up being a pool hall. I think the church used it at one point. So it was there was a lot of work that needed to be done before it was a restaurant. Uh, we got a $25,000 brick oven out of California. We wow. parked that baby in there. That was the first thing that had to go in. Kind of give the picture of, you know, how we were going to run, how we were going to place everything. And so... I was 17 years old. Parents opened a restaurant, and I became my mom's slave ever since. So no. <laughs> she fed me and did my laundry. It was a good trade. <laughs> Worth it, for sure. Worth it. But yeah, very much so that uh, that's how we ended up in Westville. Really, it was just a starting point in Valpo. And then, you know, you work hard, you play hard, you could live the American dream. So they're living proof. My parents came here with two suitcases, nothing else. So oh, very cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm very humbled. So it's very... Um, humbling when these tickets do sell, when people do want to come see me. Um, I'm so thankful. I'm sure. so thankful. Yeah. I'm surprised at the uh, the level of English that you speak. Yeah. So I actually spoke perfect German. I forgot it. But um, I went to a head start in Valpo, and the lady there knew German. So I learned English through German, and my parents got free English training from... Uh, my mom became really good friends with some Indian ladies. So shout out to Mrs. Nagubadi because my mom definitely <laughs> learned English from her, but her accent was ended up being a little bit thicker <laughs> than it should have been. Uh, but, you know, yeah. it was free. You'd use what you utilize, what you have. And, you know, you learn when you can. And, you know, they were very patient and they learned. So, uh, yeah. That's huh. incredible. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very interesting. Like so that. then you had... Another restaurant, or is this the same restaurant that you started at? Yeah, so Westville. Fire? Yeah, so Westville's the OG. We were there for twelve years. Okay. Yeah, tears, sweat, screams, knife chasing, everything. No. Uh, kitchens are wild. I get it. Yeah, it's wild, <laughs> and you work with your family, and we're all passionate. So. Mm. <laughs> well, we heard that, that we heard that before at a couple other restaurants. How do how do you handle your differences when you're working together? I tell my mom that we cannot have professional discussions in the restaurant. So if we're going to talk business, we need to set a day aside, go out to lunch somewhere else, have like an actual business meeting in a bit like a different setting. We need to pull ourselves out of the restaurant Ah, to have a very, very constructive because at the restaurant, if you're not getting distracted with a question or a phone call or something else, you lose focus 
And before you know it, you think you had the conversation, you never had the conversation, and you start from zero. So our biggest thing was always, like, having, like, a date. We were closed on Sundays, so Sundays we would really have, like, a date day where we, like, treat ourselves because we worked really hard. Yeah. And we tried to, like, put aside two, two and a half hours to discuss, like, goals, plans. And it wasn't every Sunday, but definitely, like, for the month, what are we doing? Yeah. Was your dad involved in that? Yeah, or was that so just you and my your mom? dad was very, very much involved, but they ended up getting a divorce. Um, so he, you know, he, my parents have a huge age difference, 20 years. Okay. <laughs> so they knew that they weren't on the same path. She really was ambitious, and my dad was ready for retirement. So it was pretty much like we raised our kid. She's smart, I think. Uh, so <laughs> we did all we could do and, you know, onward. Okay. So my mom ended up remarrying. My dad ended up remarrying, and that was that. So then my stepdad played a big role and helped a lot at the restaurant, sure. but he ended up passing away oh, last sorry. year. Sorry, so. sorry to hear that. It's okay, but you know. So then you had the fire in the restaurant in yes. 2019. 2000. It was December 22nd, I believe, 2019. Um, oh, it's like right on Christmas. It was rough. right. I, we had so many orders. We had people reservations for Christmas Eve. We're mm-hmm. kind of like the go-to for Christmas Eve. It was very hard. It was like reality didn't even set in that I didn't, we didn't have a restaurant anymore. Like we Mm. didn't have a place of employment. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. It just happened so fast. And then the beginning of 2020, COVID hit. Yeah. So COVID hit and I was working on a side project um, with a makeup blogger from Croatia. So she um, has a huge following. And I was like, why don't you come to Chicago? Like, let's do a masterclass. I wasn't doing anything. And, you know, I graduated with my business marketing degree. So I'm always looking for savvy ways. And I loved makeup. And I was like, you're so so much potential. She was featured on Good Morning America. So she had a huge following. So she came here. We sold tickets for this pro makeup class. But COVID, it was like the height. It was March. It was yeah. the hype of COVID. I mean, I remember we rented out a venue in Chicago, and I remember the police officers coming in and being like, you can't have this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're shutting down at 6 p.m. If your event is not done by 6 p.m., you, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. So, rough. yeah, it was very, very rough. So we actually ended up having people pay for tickets but not even come because they didn't know what to expect. Right. So... So that then from there, you decided to do the food truck. Yeah. So I always had the food truck, but because of the fire, I was waiting for, you know, my, it was my mom's restaurant, essentially. So yeah. I did not ask for like a dime, it, you know, respect. Like this was her. She was the one running, doing everything. I was helping where I could help. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted her to get situated. And then I ended up buying the food truck from her. Okay. Cool. So my husband and I invested in it. Okay. So I was like. Let's do this. And then it took about, so I was doing like side gigs to work up to the food truck. Mm. So just, you know, a little fix here, a little fix there. And then um, catering wise, catering wise. Yep. And then getting all set up with because, you know, Olga's place, pizzeria and restaurant has diminished. So it Mm. was very important to establish Olga's food truck and catering. So, you know, it's a learning process because. Oh, totally. It's a totally you know, different like platform. Right. It's a totally different platform, and I wanted to operate seasonally. So it was very much so like I had to figure it out. So it took it took us like a like nine to nine, ten months. Sure. And then I was like back in the game. I was doing a lot of markets, a lot of events, but um I got pregnant, which is a good thing. We wanted a baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I realized I really liked the private sector. So I liked people hiring me to come to their homes. Mm-hmm. 
for private dinners. I liked um, private workshops, charcuterie, whatever it may be. That's where I really found my passion. And I was like, wow, I don't have to stress about a market. <laughs> I don't have to worry about, you know, it was like that anxiousness that you oh, yeah. get. You know, you always work yourself up. Well, I'm going to say you found what you were born to do. Oh, thank that you. That was so entertaining. It was informational at the same time. Thank you. Yeah, uh, the was. food was delicious. Good, I mean, thank you. from start to finish, we, I had a wonderful time. I absolutely had a wonderful time. Yeah. I love how you're so like open and goofy, and some of the jokes are decently brash. And I'm like, Dude, <laughs> yeah, my has to have like a age limit on the tickets. Yeah, was usually kind of... that was the youngest attendee. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so I try to keep my mouth not as dirty. Um, I'll have Mama wash it out with soap later. But uh, I asked the lady. I was like, listen, I am really inappropriate. And, um, like, can, you know, I'm, are you ready for this? She's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I couch back. No, you, you gave know. a heads up and in on you at that point. Uh, yeah. And I was, and I was like, you know, I tried to blame it on you guys. Like the whole like crew. I was like, you know, these people are drinking. I can't control what they say. Food makes funny noises and it's moist and people get wet and you get splattered on. I mean, it's a whole thing, like yeah. a whole fetish out here. So yeah. I, it's not, it's not on me. It's these people. So. <laughs> Every second of it is hilarious. <laughs> I laughed pretty so, much the entire time. So Good. what's the, on the horizon for you in 2023? 2023, I have some weddings that I'm getting booked for, some showers I'm getting booked for, um, but I'm definitely going to focus more on workshops. I, they're a huge, like knock on wood, they're a huge hit for me. They're a huge success. I love that I can come in, rock it out mm -hmm. one day. Relax the rest of the month. <laughs> and what other type of workshops do you do other than the pierogi workshop? So we do have a tiramisu coming up February 12th, 2 to 4, uh, where we're going to learn how to make uh, the most amazing, delicious tiramisu. Uh, we're going to pair it with a dessert wine, and then each individual is going to make their own little box to take home. So, nice. Very yeah. cool. Yep. Mm. yep. But I have done um, private sector. I'm going to make a goulash, like a Hungarian-Croatian goulash. Um, I've done bread making, I've done pizza making, you name it, I've done it. It's really cute. Yeah, meatballs. Um, it's really cute because I sometimes I get hired for, surprisingly, I get hired for children's parties. <laughs> and we'll do pizza, surprisingly. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you want to hire me? <laughs> but it's good. We have a good time. And, you know, I bring my little, my rolling pins and they make their own pizza. Because, you know, everything we did, we did from scratch, as you could see from today. Yeah. So even the sauce, yeah. um, the dough. So we get into that and the kids love it. So Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Very, very cool. And you said your mom is completely out. No. Yeah, so she is completely out, but uh, that's not to say she's not behind the scenes helping me. Sure. So she's definitely sure, sure. there. She's just more like she can't do the physical stuff anymore. Um, you saw my girls like killing themselves today, you know, getting the yeah. dishes out of the way and cleaning and frying. Yeah. And, you know, it's a yeah. lot of work. It's a lot of work for sure. Yeah. 
And now your husband, does he participate? Yeah. So my husband definitely helps me. He is the guy that you will see on the food truck with the foods, like the meat, like the slicer, slicing mm-hmm. everything up for charcuterie because we do a lot of charcuterie. So it's always funny because they're like, oh, where's your husband? I'm like, oh, he's just in the food truck slicing everything up, <laughs> getting it ready to like be displayed. So yeah, he's definitely prepping all the time with me. Oh, I could I could not do it without him. It's team. Definitely uh, teamwork. That's Very nice. cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, he says, you know, I'd love to be a stay-at-home dad. You could go work. You you go do this. <laughs> <laughs> and your little one is one year? Yeah, one no. year, one year, 24 pounds. Uh, he is the joy. He's the boss. Uh-huh. Everything we do, we do for him now. So <laughs> he runs the world, and he's amazing. Very good baby, knock uh-huh. on wood. I'm like, oh, if I have another, who knows what I'm going to get. So, right, right. Yeah. Well, we appreciate um you putting on this workshop we appreciate that we got to attend it yeah no i appreciate you on our podcast um we'll let you finish the show with anything that you want to no just share. huge shout out to selena natalia my husband you know and all of you guys for making this happen i very humbled and i we can't do what we do without the customers without our fans yeah. without our following yeah. so you'll see people here who have done the pierogi workshop before just mm. because it's a good time. Oh. It's something to, you know, kill an afternoon, have fun. It That's, was a lot yeah. of fun. A so lot I of appreciate it. Great time. Yeah, sure. We met a lot of nice people. Yeah. For sure. Good, good, good. It'd be <laughs> terrible if you're like, oh, everyone was just so terrible. <laughs> no, I know. It was, like I said, it was just totally different than I had envisioned it. So we had to make some quick uh, decisions on our part, how we were going to do it. And so. I think... It stems from I am easily bored person and Same, I don't I mean it. to be like cold or, you know, cold hearted or dishonest. But if someone cannot keep my attention span, I start looking elsewhere. <laughs> I, you know, and I don't do it on purpose, but you have to be exciting. Food is exciting. Food is a right. cycle of life. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. And if you're not going to bring it to the table and you're just going to sit there and talk and talk and talk, no, no one paid to come listen to you talk. You know what I mean? We got to be hands on. We got to get dirty. We got to talk dirty <laughs> and we're going to get through it. <laughs> well, thank you That's so super much. Solid logic, <laughs> for sure. and I really never related to something more in my life than that. <laughs> thank you. we wish you continued success in 2023 and beyond thank you and i hope to see you both again soon oh very much so uh we'll come to another one of these for sure good 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 Good. i did not pay him to say that (laughs) no she really didn't i swear to christ she didn't we're just i just genuinely enjoyed it so that's what i'm saying good thank you natalia's busy he'll gladly serve your wine oh perfect (laughs) i'll serve the wine i'll take the wine over there yeah yeah Hi in the Bronco. <laughs> we have a nice Bronco here. <laughs> yeah. You seem really drunk. Yeah. yeah okay. What do they pay me for? <laughs> Drink the wine. So we're back, and that was Olga from Olga's Food Truck and Catering, specializing in modern European comfort food and comedy. Did you say that on there? No. Oh, no. I was like, oh sick. <laughs> she was the facilitator of the workshop. They also, I'm, I'm sure she'll, she said this, but just in case she didn't, they, she uh, hosts other workshops there as well. Yeah. We do. Charcuterie, tiramisu. Uh, she had said meatballs at one time. So, yeah, check her out. Um, if you like a, a good time, uh, entertainment, uh, go out and sign up for one of her workshops and participate in that. Uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. Book her food truck for your 
wedding or whatever else it is. <laughs> yeah. And also, like she said earlier, um, invite me to your wedding because uh, it'll be tight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun. So uh, that was a cool thing for her to say. <laughs> like when we walked in there, she goes, "Oh my god, I remember you. You were behind the bar." Like, oh shit. Yeah, that's no. not the memory you want. <laughs> she at least has the memory. I don't. Uh, okay, so now we're gonna uh, present to you my first time uh, technically interviewing with this new piece of equipment. You've done it quite a bit. We did it at the. Um we did it at the farmer's market in Crown Point as yes. a test. Yeah, I don't even know if we used any of that content. We did not. Um, we um, did it at the the barbecue contest at Lakedale Ale we quite did. a bit. We did. But um, during this, you kind of just walked around and did it. I was, for the, I think for the most part, I was talking with Jen and Vicky up at the counter just going through like this portfolio of pictures and stuff they've done and just kind of hanging out well i think you actually ran them out of the white wine is what you were doing i didn't <laughs> you did <laughs> they ran out of white wine <laughs> they ran out of red wine too and i don't drink red wine so it wasn't just me don't get all defensive it was a joke well it wasn't me <laughs> Might have been. So, yeah, here's uh, a collection of clips uh, featuring the participants of the Progi Workshop at the five various workstations. We hope you enjoy it. So we are here at the first station, and we are with... Justin. Haley. And are you guys married? Yep. 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 How long? A year. A year. Newlyweds. Mm -hmm. So what uh, possessed you guys to come and do this? You know, we're wanting to try something fun, and we've been to the charcuterie class that was here before. Oh, very, very nice. And who does most of the cooking in your household? My wife. Okay, good. Uh, what skill level of a cook do you think she is? That's a trap question. That's loaded. She is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Have you made pierogies before? No, never made pierogies. So what was your function at the first station? Um, we were rolling out the dough. Okay. And uh, do you own a rolling pin at home? Yes. You do? Okay. I feel like that's something maybe a lot of young people don't. So kudos to you. I think that's a, a good experience item to have in yes. your kitchen. Yes. Uh, what is your wife's favorite thing that uh, she makes for you? Something edible. <laughs> and, and what do you enjoy cooking the most? Um, like cooking like roast or anything in the crock pot um, and some new recipes. Especially this time of year. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So um, is this something that you think you will carry on and try to make at home yeah. later? Yeah. 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 And do you foresee like having a group of your friends help you? Yes. Because I feel like this is like tamales. You know, if you, if you make tamales, is you have to make a bunch yes. and you need the help. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys typically like Polish cuisine as a whole? Uh, kind of. The sauerkraut and the sausage and that yes. type of thing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And where are you guys from? Valparaiso. Valpo. Shout out to Valpo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Awesome. Thank en you. Enjoy the rest of the workshop. Thank you. Thank you. We are back and we are with. Uh, Bobby Sue Whaley. And Devin Whaley. And assuming from your last name that you're married? Yes. <laughs> and how long have you been married? Uh, only since July. So. Ooh, newlyweds. Yeah. 
Okay, so first question is who is the primary cook in your household? Probably me, but my husband likes to cook certain things that I don't always cook. Okay, and what's your specialty? So, um, I'm Italian, but I hate pasta, but I have some secret art of making really good pasta every time I make it. I never eat it. I usually make myself like wings or a sandwich. Pasta. Yeah, so I make my own pasta, make my own sauce. So, the, so this pierogi making workshop is really interesting to you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my... My parents, when my dad remarried, the whole other side of the family is Polish, so they're always making their own pierogies, their own dumplings and stuff like that. And the kolachkis is a really big thing on that side. So this was something I was like, I'm going to make this, bring it back to the family, and now I'm going to be the pierogi guy. There you go. See, and I'm 50% Czech, so I'm with you on the kolachkis. We do a lot of uh, fruit dumplings, which are bigger, but along the same line of pierogies as well. So uh, overhearing conversation at the beginning of the uh, uh, event today, I overheard that you, did you both go to St. Joe College in Rensselaer? Yes, we both started there and then they closed down and I want to say it was 2017 and we were in the middle of our degrees, that's where we met and uh, lots of fraud and embezzlement stuff, but that was in Rensselaer, Indiana and so when they closed down we transferred to Siena Heights University which was a college up in Michigan. Okay, and were you both from like the Rensselaer area before you went to college? Well, Bobby was from Crown Point, and I'm from Goodland, which is about 25 minutes from Rensselaer. But if you blink or yawn as you drive through Goodland, you just forget you even passed it. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think we've had some listeners say that there's a very good breakfast spot in Goodland. Is that right? Uh, if they're talking about Ron and Joe's, I don't know if that's still open or not. Yeah, it's been a while ago, but that was some some place that was suggested to us to go try to. They said not too many dinner places, but that was a really good breakfast place. So, whose idea was it to sign up for the workshop today? It was my husband's idea because my birthday is in January and we love cooking things together. So he signed us up for the class to come here. That's awesome. And I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised at how many husbands did attend with their spouses today. <laughs> we saw somebody drop his wife off and then almost peel out earlier. <laughs> it was a joke on the way in. I was saying like, well, I signed you up for the class, but I'm not staying here. <laughs> and that's what I told Larry when I walked in. I said, we're going to be in there with a bunch of white women. And it wasn't like that at all. It was a lot of uh, fun couples. Uh, we met a lot of wonderful people. Everyone did get along. Mm -hmm. No, it was, it was a great atmosphere. There were so many different, like, age groups, too, and, like, as far as, like, men and women go. I felt like it was really even. It was really fun. I, I agree with you. Uh, we kind of hung out with you a lot because we had a lot in common, and I got to talk about the food scene in the 219 area code. I'm going to ask you a question that we always ask um, uh, guests on our podcast. What's your, f if you are going on a special date night, what's one of your favorite restaurants in the 219 area code? Um, it's got to be the new sushi place downtown in Crown Point. That's Bobby's go-to place. And it's not really, a, it's not like a special thing. It's a anytime we're going out to eat, I have to convince her if we're not going to uh, eat sushi. Sakura, <laughs> Sakura yeah. sushi. Yeah, we, uh, we did do a feature on, on uh, KJ Sakura, and we both enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it was a good addition to, to the Crown Point Square. Um, we also thought there was room for both Umi and them on the square. I agree. I think that they bring like different aspects to the to that whole scene on the square there because Umi doesn't have quite the same types of like special roles 
festivals and different things that we had. And I think even you guys were saying that uh, what, that the new place, Sakura, had more options for people who maybe weren't into the whole raw fish thing, but the Umi place was a little more tailored towards the people who really do like the raw fish and stuff. Uh, absolutely. So um, what do you think was your favorite part of the workshop today? Uh, probably getting to eat the filling. I've never eaten the inside of any pierogi. Yeah. And for them to spread it out, it just tasted like really good mashed potatoes. Were you surprised that they used uh, cream cheese? Uh, no. We, like, we use cream cheese in almost everything we cook anyway. So, oh. like... We practically just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I, I I always assumed in my head that it was like cheddar or or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that it surprised me. I wasn't surprised by like the potatoes and the cream cheese or the potatoes and the sour cream. I think the fact that they used all three of those was not something that I would think because I felt like it might be too rich yeah. of a filling, but it wasn't. It was really really good. It was really really good, and the freshness of the the pastry or the fill uh, dough itself was really really light mm -hmm. yeah like it definitely the frying of it like we usually have ours boiled and maybe lightly fried at our house so it's never got that same crunch but it was definitely more crunchier the, tex the texture of it was great yeah and, and it was really good too like it didn't have like i feel like when you go to the taste or you go to any of those standard popcorn festival things in the region you get pierogies and they're like you can tell they've been boiled, and there's, like, onions and garlic with it, but not in it. But, like, here it was, like, a fried pierogi, and I don't think I've ever had a pierogi. I've, I've never had a pierogi that good as we had here, but I've never had a pierogi that has looked and had that texture before, I think, in the region. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. When you think of fried pierogies, you think that they're hard on the outside, but this wasn't really I like that at all. It was a pleasant experience. Uh, well, I'm glad that you joined us for the podcast. I hope you guys have a safe trip home, and uh, thanks again, and uh, happy eats to you guys both. Thanks. Thank you for having us. Okay, we are at station number three, and we are with... Destry Barton. And where are you from? Valparaiso. Woohoo, another Valpoite. Yes. Valpo gang. Okay. Cheers. So, Pinot gang, too. Larry came over to me and said, we have to talk to this group here. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Thanks. And the first question you asked was, why haven't we been to Stacks? I'm just curious. I mean, I feel like it's the go-to place in Valpo, but maybe that's why you haven't been there. Okay, so let me tell you this. Yes. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to our podcast knows that I agree. Everyone who's anyone loves stacks right. uh -oh. Larry's going wrong. <laughs> uh, I I don't share that opinion uh, uh, the staff creeps me out tell me this though have you have you done the specials or just the main menu I have done department? just the main I haven't been on the other two levels it's so different though the specials each week I think is the way to go yeah. why does the staff like you I, don't, I just don't like it. seems like they're always creeping around and stalking you. I get it. It just weirds me out. And all those books on the shelves, it makes me feel like I'm in my grandpa's it's den. It's called Stacks. I know. Point. I get that. I totally get that. But I, then I wonder, is anyone ever cleaning those? You know? I do definitely. But we're not eating off of them. <laughs> yeah. They're not serving food on books. <laughs> it, it's just so weird. So, get plates there. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'll give it an a, a objective try. I think you should, and I think you have to order a special. Okay. Yeah. 
and I had one last night. What did you have? I had. Wait, no, I didn't. <laughs> wait, no, I didn't. My, I say husband, whatever. Um, he went and he got the. It was like a steak burger, and he said it was fantastic. Okay, good but to we know. Did it very well. uh, we're always looking for people to go out with us okay. and then be on our podcast. So maybe, maybe You're asking me out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe that'll be a thing, and then you could tell me what to order. I would love and, that. And I would love that. Okay. Yeah, we, well, yeah, the specials come out on the Monday, and then we have to look and see if that's like the week we want to go, right? Okay. I think I'm blushing right now. <laughs> All right. So you're at station. You're at station three. Three. We are the stuffers over here. And what are you stuffing them with? We are stuffing remember? with some sort of potato mixture. We've got some cream cheese. We've got potato. We've got onion. Puree. you got to puree the shit out of that onion. Can I cuss? Fuck yes. Okay. you got to puree the shit out of that onion, she said. Um, and what else, guys? Anything else? Salt and pepper probably in there? Potatoes. Did you say potatoes? Onion, garlic, chives, cheese. This is Christian. This is Kristen Osan. We've got Kara Ellerthorpe and Lindsay Rush right here. Hi. I feel like I know Lindsay. You look so familiar. Yeah, yeah. I said that. Yeah. So, um, who who decided that you were going to come and do this? Um, Kara, right here. Kara Ellerthorpe. Very. Yeah, all four of you forever. Because our mothers are best friends. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, what's the level of your cooking experience? Is anyone a super good cook? These ladies, I would say, are all fantastic. I made two pumpkin pies last weekend and I forgot the sugar. Okay. But overall, overall, these ladies are fantastic. Learn from their mamas. I would say not so great, but it's fine. But you're having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. And we're going to Stacks together, right? We may go to Stacks together. Yeah. Now, She's going to raise your ratings. I mean, honestly, she's going to be one of the best people no, you ever take out to dinner. Now you said maybe, though, and now I'm kind of like no, no, uh, well, taking it back. It's a group effort, and I, I, I spoke without asking Larry, so, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll reach out to you or email us. Okay. I gave you our card. And, okay. Yeah. You'll know, because Destry is a weird name. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you. Okay, we are at station number four right now, and we are with... Shelly. Shelly, where are you from? Uh, Winfield, Indiana. Winfield. And uh, who did you come here with? I came here with that gentleman, my husband, John. And who is the cook in your house? That... uh, It depends on how you're asking this. Who does the cooking or who enjoys it? I would be the baker, he would be the chef. If uh, you invited me over for dinner, who would you want to serve one of your dishes to? 100%. Him, I would want him as my chef. And what is his name? That is John. John. Yeah. I'm John. Good, how are you? Good. What is your specialty? Uh, So I'm a plant manager. No, what is your specialty? What is your specialty food-wise? 
Food-wise, I would have to say probably uh, steak. Steak. Steak, yep. steak, so you're a griller. Yep. He is a griller, but he's fabulous in the kitchen. Don't let him, don't let him lie to you. He is. Uh, I make uh, Sunday gravy, too, which is Italian-style sauce. Um, so. He does. It's delicious. Yummy. He Yummy. does not look like he would be doing that. But. 100%, yes. Well, I'm old school. <laughs> and, um, bones, neck bones involved. There's and who, whose idea was it to come to the workshop today? Um, he loves pierogi. I've actually never had one, so I thought I will, one, learn how to make them, and two, he could enjoy it. What? You've I never know. had a pierogi? I have not. <laughs> he has. I am not. I'm into the old school, yeah. old world foods, uh, you know. Uh, the old style. Old style. Sauerkraut, potatoes, sausage. She is not. Absolutely. Sausage. For real, that's happening. Yeah. She decided to extend the olive branch, and we're here. Oh, how fun. And what are you uh, doing at the moment? Um, we are forking the pierogies, so we're sealing them shut before they get steamed and fried. And what is the process for that? Um, so we're just pushing the fork in, into the dough uh, after they've been stuffed and folded in half, and then flipping them and doing the other side so that they will actually stay together and keep the filling inside. Well, I gotta say, you guys both look like you have done this before. Thank you. Uh, they look great. Uh, look like they're gonna seal and cook up well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Let us know after you try one. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Uh, this episode will come out on Wednesday morning, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Okay. So we are back, and we've done the other stations except for station number five, and I'm here with Tina and Jim Towns. And you guys are from a suburb of Chicago, right? Correct, yeah. And Addison, you, Addison, Illinois. Addison. That's way up there, right? Yeah, that's a little far away. Yeah. more western. Western? western. Okay. And you guys also have a place in New Buffalo? Correct. Wow. A new place. Only wow. three years. So. Yeah. so this isn't too far from there. No. Nope. So you attended the pierogi workshop. Whose idea was it to sign up for it? Tina's. I have to say it was mine. I suggested a dance class, and he laughed. So then the pierogi class is what we ended up with. <laughs> well, I think it's wonderful that you joined her. Absolutely. Is it, is it's a blast. you always do? I do. I love to cook. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, who's the primary cook in your house? I always say I cook because I had to. Okay. He cooks because he enjoys to. Oh, okay. And what's yeah. your specialty? Every, I, I like to cook everything. Tina's good at cooking my grandmother's sauce recipe, but I like to I like to cook everything every day. That's interesting. He's being humble. He's a pretty good cook. Focaccia. Your specialty yeah. is focaccia. <laughs> and uh, Tina, you told me a little story about uh, making pierogies one time, and you haven't done it since. Could you just share that a little bit? I, I don't know if I want to share this. Hopefully oh. my mother is not listening. <laughs> yes, uh, the first time I tried making pierogies, mother gave me the recipe 
and I ended up putting it into a pressure cooker pot, not realizing it was a pressure cooker pot. So after all the labor intensive, making the dough, filling it, put it in, all the pierogies exploded as I cooked them. And she sat back and just kind of laughed. And I go, why didn't you tell me? She goes, well, you'll never forget this, will you? And I go, and I haven't. Uh, that just tickled my fancy. Every good cook has one of those stories. So thank you for sharing that with us. So tell us a little bit about about station number five and what you were doing back there. Well, I had the cook back there. They called her mama, and uh, that's where you get all the, the inside information about how long to cook them, how long to freeze them. Uh, she um, cooks them for like 30 seconds if they're not frozen and then throws them in the fryer and uh, just getting her idea of different things to add uh, to the mix. Sure, sure. And now was it a deep fryer or a pan? Pan. She pan fried them. Okay. She pan fried them. And then uh, no salt in the water when she boiled them. So just getting the little things. And then we saw some interesting stuff in the filling that wasn't disclosed. <laughs> so uh, we found out that there was thyme in there. And then I think she talked about the paprika, which she didn't talk about yeah. before. So we got a few extra little tidbits. Yeah, and I also noticed, trying to be the keen observer that I am, that you went back there multiple times. So <laughs> well, I also did get a few extra pierogies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the sauerkraut was awesome, too, I thought. I agree with you. It was fantastic. Yeah. Now, I've always had it a little sweeter, so this was interesting that she didn't put sugar in it. To be honest, I've always must have been eating bad sauerkraut all these years yeah. because the way we would make it was little sugar, little um, caraway seeds, and it was more of a bitter taste, yeah. where this was melt in your mouth. Amazing. The, the uh, warm water. She rinsed it in warm water and then really made sure everything was out of there. So all that, I don't know, the juice, the fermenting, she got all that out and then uh, put the onions and the carrots and that mix in there and then baked it for two hours. So I think that's the, that's the difference. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of it baked before no, either. No, absolutely. For two hours, I mean. This is something you have to plan ahead, but it was worth it. So one more question. I'll let you make your way back to your destination today. <laughs> we don't um, know which destination. <laughs> we drank this place out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your favorite part, Tina, of the day? Oh, actually, Olga. She was so fun and just... Uh, unbelievable instructor. We had a lot of fun with her. Yeah, I told my co-host, Larry, she could almost take her skit on the road as a comedy Absolutely. comedy uh, event, too. And uh, how about you? What was your favorite Well, Well, she stole my Olga. Actually, meeting the other people around. We yeah, had some really... We, we had a family of four and then two teachers, and we, we actually had... A, you guys were out in the end. I know you were filming and everything, but we, there are a lot of fun people. Yeah. And then you switch stations and people are helping each other. It's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it was fun. I agree with you. I met a lot of wonderful people today, yourselves included. Uh, Tina, you came up to me right away and introduced yourself. And I just felt like I knew you forever. Um, 
I feel like I learned a lot as well. Um, you know, we had to, this is uh, something new to us coming on location. So you got to come uh, to we, New Buffalo. It's, I don't know what they well, call these area codes that, are. Yeah, right? that, that's, come on. yeah that's out of our 219 area code. Well, but. maybe you're going to have to stretch <laughs> a little. Close, close enough. Right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Our listeners do go there. And you mentioned Stray Dog, and everyone has been to Stray Dog. It's a wonderful and place. And Redamax. I mean, there's yeah. some places you got to go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So thank you for joining us. Happy Thanks. New Year to you both. Happy New Year and, to you. Happy Nice meeting you. Right, nice yeah. to meet you. Safe. That was uh, some of the people that were there. Yeah. What they had to say and what they thought about it and their experience. It was cool. It was a cool yeah. thing to do. We really enjoyed participating, uh, meeting all the participants, as well as Olga and Vicky and Jen from the Blue Moon uh, Artisan Market. Vintage Market. Vintage Artisan Market. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, everyone was super nice. Yeah, totally. Everyone was very nice. Accommodating because we had envisioned a different type of format. And then once we got there, uh, we realized people were going to be moving around from station right, to station. Right. When I saw how it was going to go down, I was like, oh, shit, how are we going to do this? Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate the opportunity to be out there and participate in this event. Encourage all of you, if you have any interest whatsoever, uh, sign up for one of Olga's workshops and enjoy a Sunday afternoon with her. All right. Well, I guess that's it, huh? I believe this comes out on Wednesday, and that'll be the last day to uh, receive free shipping on any of the Tasty 219 merch in our store. So take advantage of that. So if you didn't listen to this that day, then it's over. You missed it. Yeah, but there will be another promo uh, 20% off coming up later in the month, so you can take advantage of that as well. Uh, we want to give shouts out to the people who shouted us out. Uh, this episode went really fast, so we didn't get too many, but uh, shout out to my mom, and she says, what does she say, Larry? She says... I tell you, you read the Facebook, not me. She says... Uh, Love your ideas for all the great places in our area. And she listens to us from Valpo. And our friend Gina, who recently moved from Madariville to Kokomo, she shouts out, one of your biggest fans here, thank you for providing real reviews of restaurants in the region. So, Well, you live in Texas now because you moved so damn south. So sorry about you. You can't come to none of these places. <laughs> So we appreciate you guys reaching out to us. If any uh, more come in while we go on to the next episode or that, we'll be sure to shout you out as well. As always, we thank you for the input, ideas, suggestions, uh, all kinds of different things for the Tasty 219 podcast. We love you all. Thanks, y'all. We'll see you.